this podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics like self-improvement, business, health and beauty, and random thoughts about life from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. February is Black History Month. The Black community has been stuck in survival mode for so long that health and wellness are viewed as a luxury rather than a necessity. I want to flip the script on this mindset. This is why I created the Brand New You Challenge, but I wanted to take it a step further. In addition to my usual segments, each week I will also be highlighting members within the Black community who are dedicated to empowering people with the knowledge they need to get to the next level. I was thoroughly inspired and motivated by these individuals, and I know you will be as well. I have a special request to ask you. If you're enjoying the content provided by Hustle & Faith, please be sure to rate and leave a review. Thank you. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how can we reinvent education and business? So Aloe Black is one of my favorite musicians. His voice, the music, the lyrics he writes are so on point. And I was listening to one of my favorite songs, Ticking Bomb. Check out the Hustle and Faith website if you haven't heard that song before, because I've been feeling more and more like this song has been representing the direction as to where this world has been headed in for a while now, but even more so with some of the more recent things that have been happening around the world. And so today, God has put it on my heart to talk about two topics that have been experiencing a lot of turmoil, especially during the past two years, education and business. Now, I'm going to warn you right now, some of the ideas and suggestions that I'm going to share with you are pretty wild. You're automatically going to think we can't do that or that'll never work. Every fiber in your being may want to change the channel, but I want you to fight against that urge to do so. Why? Because you can't get to the next level in business if you don't know how to create new market space. This business concept also applies to life. Oftentimes, new market space is created from discomfort, and that uncomfortable feeling or frustration is going to help you see issues that exist. But instead of acknowledging them, you're going to be motivated to fix them. So again, if you're up for the challenge, stick around. If not, Godspeed. All right, so let's dig into how we can reinvent education first. You don't have to be a genius to see that the education system as a whole needs to be completely revamped. It's outdated and continues to intentionally leave behind individuals from specific demographics and socioeconomic backgrounds. So here's a quick summary of how our education system is currently set up. Public schools are funded by local property tax revenue, state funding, and federal education money. Now, this has never made sense to me, all right? (laughs) We're paying taxes for services that aren't being equally rendered. The government is supposed to work for us, not vice versa. I truly believe that many of the education issues could be resolved if we put the power directly into the parents' and teachers' hands. Parents and teachers should get together and figure out a way to force the government to give them back their tax dollars that are being misused so they could appropriately use it to give children the education they deserve. To help with this endeavor, teachers should really view themselves as contractors, freelancers, if you will. You are your own brand. If I was a teacher, 
quite frankly, I would set up my own business whereby I would create my own school or learning pod, whether that be in person or remote. Parents are more concerned with their child's education, not just a designated area like a school building. Taxpayers should force the government to provide educational vouchers or grants to teachers and parents. And this way, they can get the necessary resources they need in order to provide an adequate education for their children. Putting the power directly into the parents' and teachers' hands can ensure that all children can receive a good education. Now, the reason why the children in wealthier neighborhoods are able to receive a better education is because they actually pay their teachers a living wage. (laughs) Unfortunately, How the government distributes money is why teachers don't want to teach in poor neighborhoods. Everyone knows that education is the key to success, yet the quality of education you can expect to receive is oftentimes determined by your zip code. And this shouldn't be the case. Now, I think the majority of us can agree that the current state of education, especially in certain neighborhoods, is a hot mess. The subjects that need to be taught to help us become well-rounded, successful individuals are sorely lacking in today's education system. Teachers hold the key to informing children about the past and providing them with the fundamentals that will help them have a better future. Parents and teachers have to take control of the education system because you've got folks out there trying to reimagine history. (laughs) We're seeing aspects of not owning up to our past catching up with us as a society. For example, did you know that some history books are actually referring to slaves as laborers or workers? Terminology matters, people. (laughs) Saying the word laborers and workers gives the impression that these folks were paid to work, and we all know that's not the case. Some folks don't want to talk about racism because they're worried that it may make their child feel uncomfortable. Meanwhile, you have children experiencing racism on a daily basis, but I guess that's okay, huh? The irony is, the same people complaining about these particular topics are the same ones that want you to learn about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, but they don't want to talk about slavery. Like, I'm sorry, but you just can't separate the two. (laughs) They go hand in hand. If you're going to teach history, then you can't cherry pick the aspects that only make you look and feel good. You have to teach the good and the bad. Another problem with today's education system is that kids from certain zip codes aren't being offered the opportunity to learn and excel in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics subjects, also known as STEM, because they don't have the resources. Revamping the educational system would let children know that they have choices. They have the choice to work for a business as well as own a business if they see fit to do so. Again, if I were a teacher, I would view myself as a contractor or a freelancer, whatever terminology you want to use. Take your talent and energy and start your own business or school. Form a partnership with parents and they will help you. Their children's success goes hand in hand with yours. Stop allowing yourself to be stifled by decisions made by a union that clearly doesn't care about you. Stop focusing on the current education system as your only option. T. 
teachers, you really need to invest in yourself because doing so is going to place you in an even better position to create the greatest impact, which is the primary reason why many of you went into this profession in the first place. There are options out there. We just need to pursue them. And I understand your frustration and apprehension. Keep in mind, though, folks are tired and burned out in every profession. One of the main reasons you're seeing the great reshuffle is because many people realize that life is short and have taken the time to reevaluate what matters most to them. These past two years, well, (laughs) I guess we're going on three years now, right, have allowed folks to realize that a sheet of paper, better known as a degree, doesn't guarantee success and happiness. People are realizing that there's more to life than working a nine to five. They want to have a work-life balance so they can pursue other interests and passions. People are no longer willing to unnecessarily commute to an office just so they can perform the exact same work that they were doing at home. And let's be real. Most of the folks that really want to go back to the office are either lonely, need to have their egos fed, or excel at office politics. Folks like me, who work to live, not live to work, would much rather work from home. We're much more productive because we can work in peace. Now, I've been working from home for several years, even before the pandemic. Everyone that I know that works from home views it as an absolute blessing. And I wholeheartedly agree. Working from home gives us a work-life balance. Most of us want more from work than a paycheck to just pay bills. We want time and energy to enjoy our loved ones and pursue new skills and interests. And working from home positions us to have this fulfillment. Many employers have lost sight of the fact that we work to fund our life, not work to be our life. People want flexibility. And allowing your employees the opportunity to work from home is a win-win for everyone, the company included. We're living in a fascinating age of technology. Therefore, it really shouldn't be a spoiler alert, but remote work is here to stay. Hence why more than 40% would quit their job or look for another one if a company would not allow them the flexibility to work from home. Many companies are losing talent because they fail to be flexible. These companies want to have their cake and eat it too. It's either their way or the highway. And they're shocked that 4.5 million people have chosen to hit the Great Resignation Highway. Companies seeking to retain their talent should really read the room. Competitive wages, good benefits, and generous PTO should be the standard. Standard, people. (laughs) How will your company stand out among the crowd? For the loyal employees that decide to stay at your company, what is their reward? A raise? A promotion? Tuition assistance? A sabbatical? Again, we're living in an absolutely fascinating age. Regardless of whether your profession is in education or business, Technology has lowered the barrier to entry for people seeking to create their own opportunities. It's up to employees to seize the day and take advantage of this moment to pave the way for a much more creative, flexible, and less stressful life. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, rate or leave a review, donate, or make a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, the risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.